Hey, Michael. Hey, Patrick. How are you? I'm good. Focused. You're focused. I'm focused. Today, huh? All right, that's good. Uh, <laughs> you see why in a minute. <laughs> you'll see why. In a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mike has, on several occasions throughout the recording of of uh, history of this podcast, mentioned his ADD. And his uh, inability or difficulty, not inability, difficulty focusing and staying on track, uh, maybe single tasking, that sort of thing. Um, am I getting this right, Mike? Yeah, I mean, kind of. So I'll give a little bit of background. I don't know if I have any sort of attention thing. Um, so this is not like officially medically diagnosed, despite the fact you live in a country with, with us uh, free uh, and or subsidized uh, healthcare. Yeah, I mean this is the main reason for me is mainly because so many people um, claim or do have some sort of attention problem condition. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you call it. Mm-hmm. So when I when I refer to it as my ADD, I kind of refer to it as like how most people say ADD these days um, mm. you know like people say oh yeah, my, my ADD or he's ADD you know it, we, we don't know if we've actually got said thing but we just refer to that as our inability to focus it's, it's, the, uh, it's the Kleenex of the psychology world perfect yeah that would do <laughs> and, and, and mainly, mainly my, my, when I refer to this is because I on the whole have problems focusing um on on tasks at hand like for example this is i throw this out there as, as my one of my main things if i'm at work so this is where i have the most problem with it when i'm in my day job um mm-hmm. i will quite frequently for example be writing something that is long and stop halfway go check my emails do that and then halfway through an email go and do something else and i'm constantly jumping from task to task um and mm-hmm. i have a i i'm not very good at never have been very good at um, focusing on one thing. Um, this has in the past manifested in me trying a myriad of projects. Um, like at the moment, for example, I'm, I'm doing like a hundred things. I'm writing a book, writing a blog and recording eight <laughs> podcasts. And, you know, because I feel like I have this constant need to be busy. Like I, I very rarely do one thing at a time, Pat. So, <laughs> and, and I, I am quite good at spreading my attention. So sometimes I'll be if I I listen to podcasts and play games, you know, okay. and I can very easily split those. Sometimes mm-hmm. during recordings of shows, um, I might mm-hmm. play a game like Jetpack Joyride or whatever because my eyes and my hands have to be, and and then that's a horrible thing. And some people go, "Oh, how could you do that?" But you'd never know because I'm perfectly engaged at all times because I'm used to listening and talking whilst my hands and eyes are doing other things. So, like, for example, I listen to podcasts and take them in whilst playing games. So I'm very used to being able to listen and being active in a discussion while doing things. And I don't always do that, but I guess sometimes I feel like I have to, and I guess that's when I'm least able to control myself or least focus on something. Interesting. Sounds pretty Um, crazy, right? So, well, I mean, I think we all have our own varying levels of of focusing problems. There are some people that can fall into focus on something very easily and naturally. Um, There are others, and I would count myself among those, that 
can fall into that, but it is A, not natural, and B, takes time. For instance, reading, right? Um, it usually takes me a good 15 to 20 minutes of reading anything. You know, and let's just take a long form book as an example because that's the best one, right? Um, it will take 15 to 20 minutes for me to kind of really sink in and, and engage uh, in a book. But once I am, I'm there and I'm in that. And you can, other things could be happening around me. You could be talking with me. I won't notice them. Or, uh, you know, watching a video of something. This happens often. Um, where I'll be watching something or I'll be focused on something or, or, you know, even worse, writing brain has kicked in. And Bethany begins to talk to me, ask me a question or whatnot. And I'll hear the noise, but I won't hear what she's saying, if that makes sense. Yep. And I have to kind of break my engagement, engagement and literally turn away from what it is I was focused on and say, I'm sorry, I was reading. Could you please repeat that? Or, you know, could you say that again? I'm sorry, I missed that. You know what I mean? It annoys her because she has the ability, like you, to jump around to varying different things, right? And it's one of the reasons why she can be in the middle of doing one thing and then ask me a question about another while I'm completely laser-focused on <laughs> on this, on something else, right? Mm -hmm. Um and so, uh, uh, and so I think that, you know, but that said, if I'm not allowed to get there, like if I'm reading a book for about 10 minutes and then Bethany asks me a question, or somebody does, doesn't matter whom, I essentially almost have to go and reread everything I just read. It's one of the reasons why it takes me so long to get through, get through a book. Because oftentimes I end up having to reread, 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 reread. I'll read a, you know, sometimes read a paragraph two or three times based upon how many times I've been interrupted in the course of reading by something. Beatrix asking me a question or I, I don't know, whatever it is, right? But once I get locked in, I'm locked in. And then it's difficult for me to pay attention outside of that. So I have a couple of other things that, that um, speak to that, but from the opposite, right? So from the opposite of yourself. Okay. So I'm, I have a lot of trouble reading. I have done for years. Um, I, I haven't read very many books in maybe the last 10 years, mm. um, unless they were assigned to me for some reason or another, simply mm -hmm. because... I have I I do have a, a a problem being able to sit for many hours and and consume this thing which uh, during that time it's the only thing I can do. Right. So I've always done a lot better with audiobooks because I consume them the same way I listen to podcasts out yeah. and about mm. can be playing games and stuff but like if I'm mm. reading I can't do anything else. I can't listen to music. I also can't listen to music with lyrics when I write because it, mm. that distracts me. I, I can mm. only mm. listen to music, which is like soundtrack music, um, mm. without lyrics. So there are a couple of other things. Like, so it, that, that, that lends to my 
um, lack of focus in a way that I can be easily distracted. It's very peculiar because I can also, on one hand, be very easily distracted. Um, so, uh, so that either can pull me out of something, or because I'm easily distracted, I need something to focus my attention. So, by by keeping my eyes and my hands occupied by doing something like a very simple game like Jetpack Joyride. Um, <laughs> that's why I've clocked up so many hours in that game, by the way, because of all the commuting and stuff. Is because gotcha. it, that is the game that I use quite a lot to to because it doesn't take a lot of mental power for me to play that game. I'm then able to concentrate on what I'm listening to because otherwise I'm just looking around at everything and reading things and just taking in too many other stimulus and and then that is a, a stimuli and that's a problem and I can't concentrate. So I'm very I feel like I'm. I know I'm not peculiar. I notice so many people these days, for whatever reason. I don't know if it's because of the information age that we all there's too much going on, so we can't concentrate. But it still does feel like I'm this peculiar individual person who can't concentrate on anything when everyone around him is these super productivity people. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think that. Uh, I wonder if. I mean, I've had this problem for a long time with with medical, uh, you know, science diagnosis. I, I really do think that there are some people genuinely with ADD, but like we've said, I think it's become you know it's become kind of the Kleenex. And I think it's just really people have different abilities to to focus, and that for some people that I, that actually might be a benefit, right? Like for my wife. She considers it a benefit that she can watch a movie and mend clothes, for instance, right? Mm -hmm. um, as a matter of fact, it's one of her favorite activities. She looks forward to watching movies because of all of the other kind of uh, you know, mindless activities she can do at the same time. Um, uh, and... We don't necessarily, or you know, I certainly don't necessarily deride that. I could never do it, right? Because I have to be focused on one thing or the other. Um, I can't, I can't split my focus that way, you know. But it certainly makes her productive. She gets a lot of mending done at the same time she's watching a movie. And gosh, I'm jealous of that, right? And so, you know, I guess you know, you look at these two things, and you look at you and me. And when we, well, who's got the problem, right? Hmm. Is that really a problem for you? I mean, it sounds like you 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 have, in a lot of ways, benefited from this ability. And only well, in everything other than my day job, and and that's okay. probably the place where it maybe matters most. Um, I because of my lack of focus, I tend to finish a lot of half projects. You know, mm. and it maybe would take me longer to do something than is necessary because I'm constantly flicking around and doing other things. And and part of this inability to focus is what started this show in the first place. Hmm. Because I posted on Path, I think I've told this story somewhere, I can't remember where, I posted a picture on Path of my desk at work. Um, and you told me that we needed to talk. <laughs> and that's because, like, because I work in a very, very paper-driven environment. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, for any project will require X amount of paper. So the more right. projects I try and involve myself in at one time means the more paper on my desk. <laughs> 
<laughs> which is you know, I mean if that's if that's what you need to get the job done that's that's great but yeah I can see where it would where it might might really kind of affect you at work um that said I've, I've got another question this is mm-hmm. once again I'm, I'm making a lot of comparisons to you and my wife okay mainly because I'm trying to a understand her better uh, b understand you better and c uh, wondering if in fact you're the same person um <laughs> Um, so she has this tendency, like there are lots of half projects, Mm -hmm. things started and unfinished. Yep. You too? Oh, loads. And I've had more in the past. Um, before I had a project that took up time, like a lot of my time with constraints so this the network right so you know I, as I said before I, you know I tried so many things I've had more blogs than I could care to imagine I've had ideas for real businesses I've had ideas for apps I've had ideas for all sorts of stuff and, and I've executed all of these up to a point um, mm-hmm. until it then became podcasting and, and podcasting stuck because I do really enjoy it, but also now I have um, expectations um, to be in places at certain times to talk to hosts, and I have and we have listeners that that love to get the content, which I love to provide to them. But I like to meet that expectation that they're going to get their two episodes of enough, and they're going to get them on these days, and they're going to get their episode of the Bro Show, and they're going to get it on this day. So that that's you know. So now I don't have as many half finished projects because I don't have any more time left Mm. um Mm. so in a way podcasting is good for me because it allows me to keep some sort of focus it keeps my brain working it keeps me busy and it it does it with filling it with with good stuff i think yeah yeah productive stuff yeah yeah i mean i think that and that's it right is that you know perhaps it's just a matter of setting yourself up for the right opportunities to put your you know productive style to its best advantage mm-hmm. right in much the same way that for me to read a book I know that I'm going to need at least 40 minutes right off the bat right mm-hmm. and the, because I'm going to need 20 minutes to kind of get in and another 20 minutes to get out <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, and and that, uh, and so therefore, I tend to read a lot slower, read things a lot slower. It takes me a longer time to read things, right? Uh, whereas, and I think we've discussed this before, my wife can read, she can read 300 pages in two hours. She's a ridiculously fast reader. And, um, you know, and uh, and I've... Trust me, I've tested her on this. She's not skimming. She really is reading. You know, there have been things that we have that we have read uh, together, and then had really in-depth discussions about that. There's no way she could have skimmed the book, right? Because otherwise, she wouldn't know it. Right, right, exactly. But she's read it in two hours, and I've is is you know it's taken me weeks. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, uh, she 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 generally reads uh, two to three books a week. Um. And, 
you know, once again, so she is able to put her her productive style to its best advantages, whether that be darning during during a movie or um, or you know reading a a book a half hour before bed every night and being able to finish two a day or two or three a, or finish in, in in two or three days. Um, but. Uh, you know, I just can't do that, right? You know, for me, reading a book before bed is, oh, I go to read the book now and I'll be to bed in two hours, All right? Um, and so I have to put my best, put things to my best productive advantage. And I wonder if, in fact, we're all doing that to a certain extent. And though, yeah, I wish I weren't this way, and yeah, I wish I were more focused, or I wish I were less, or I wish I could multitask, or I wish, you know, that there's always this grass is greener mentality that goes on, and maybe, just maybe, what you got going on is enough. Mm-hmm. Maybe, hopefully. I mean, with I mean, with you know, with the exception of work, it hasn't proven any real. Uh, ill effects for you. No. And in fact, I would imagine that it has provided several advantages, especially for what you do when you're not at work. I agree with that. Definitely. And, and, and so, yeah, I, I think the takeaway from this and to wrap this up, I think in general, people beat themselves up about this too much about this sort of thing. Instead of embracing who they are and playing to their strengths, mm-hmm. you know, in in the same way that uh, this this happens with uh, with introverts, right? Introverts spend a lot of their lives thinking there's something wrong with them because we live in a world that praises extroversion, right? Um, you know, we we live in this world where you know being outgoing and friendly and nice and going to parties and being out and about with people and going to concerts and having a good time, you know, that these are all, you know, things to be praised, but, you know, staying at home alone for days on end is like, what's wrong with him or what's wrong with her. And so I think it takes a while for introverts to realize that, that, it's about where you derive your energy from and that you need to have those few days alone just to be able to get the energy to then go out and be around a bunch of people and have it sucked out of you again, that there's nothing inherently wrong with it. You're basically playing to to your strength and to what really fulfills and gives you energy and that that's okay. Um I think the same thing is true here for people who say, oh, I lack focus or I lack this or I lack that, Um, that we live in a society that praises, you know, the intense focus of an athlete or of a, you know, um, you know, someone, you know, a a thinker like like an Einstein or, you know, I mean, like like that sort of, you know, intense laser like focus on a on a on a vision or a plan, you know, that that these things are are uh, are praised in our society. But I think 
to the detriment of other things that are just as praiseworthy, but just different. So, bottom line is, Michael, stop beating yourself up over your ADD. It's okay. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and any and anyone who's listening, seriously, embrace who you are and use your use the strengths that you have to their best advantage. Mm-hmm. Because doing otherwise is a waste of your of your seriously valuable, um, precious time. <laughs> Thank you. So, all right. Thank you very much. No problem. We'll chat later, my friend. Cheers. Cheers.